We now present The Adventures of Marco Polo. Marco Polo managed to persuade Manji, the robber chief, to imprison Vanchu with a view to taking him before Kublai Khan. Meanwhile, Kublai Khan and Akhmeth had conferred, and they decided that Niccolo Polo and Mafio should be put to death, owing to the fact that Marco and Benno had not returned. Niccolo and Mafio were taken into the presence of Kublai Khan, and then Akhmeth bade the great Khan look into the crystal, where he saw a vision of Marco Polo about to embark upon a ship. While the Khan was gazing at this strange vision, Marco Polo strode into the room and bade the Khan look at him, not at the crystal. There was a moment's stupefied silence, and then Marco Polo laughed. <laughs> Most high and noble Khan, I have kept my word. Just as the sun sinks below the horizon, I come before you and I bow low. But Marco Polo, I, I do not understand this. I, I was gazing into the crystal and I saw a vision. I saw you about to embark on a ship. So much for the magic of Akmat, the magician. His magic is a lying, evil magic, most noble Khan. Marco, my son, I embrace you. You have arrived in time to save our lives. I feared that some harm had befallen you. My father, I am glad to be with you again. Marco, it seems that you are fated always to save our lives. Know you that I am grateful. Thank you, my uncle. And now, most noble Khan, I have news for you. A moment. There is some evil here. Marco Polo is in league with the powers of darkness. I am in league with the powers of light, Akmat the magician. And I am about to bring about your downfall. Marco Polo, where have you been? What news have you for me? Important news, most noble Khan. I have news and proof that Akmat the magician is a lying, plotting traitor that he strives to seize your throne from you in order that Van Chu may be the emperor. Most noble Khan, he lies, I swear it. For once your magic has failed, Akmat. I know not what trickery you put upon me, but I have gazed in that crystal and looked upon a vision which was not true. Akmat trembles, most noble Khan. Should such a great magician show fear? Uh, why do you tremble, Akmat? I tremble with rage to think that my friend, my emperor should put faith in the words of these men who hate me. You have good cause to tremble, Akmat. Most noble Khan, I am seized by a strange illness. I, I beg leave to retire that I may rest for a while. Not so. I ask that the Khan place soldiers to guard Akmat while I tell my story. Akmat, you will remain here. Now let the soldiers stand on either side of him. He is not to leave. Do you desert me, most great and mighty Kubla Khan? Have I not been your friend and advisor for years? I will hear what Marco Polo has to say. Speak, Marco. We are anxious to hear your story. I beg first that the Khan will grant audience to one Manji, the robber chief. Manji, the robber chief here? I have sworn that he shall be put to death. See, most noble Khan, is that not proof that Marco Polo is in league with your enemies? Manji has come here with his daughter Kinsai. They have risked their lives to come before you, most noble Khan... And with Manji are several of his chieftains. I beg that you grant them audience now. They wait outside this audience chamber. Uh, if you have captured Manji, then I am grateful to you, Marco Polo. But the capture of Manji does not prove that Akmat is a traitor. I am displeased with Akmat because he lied to me about the crystal. But uh, mayhap that is not a serious fault. I ask that you hear what else Marco has to say, most noble Khan. Marco... 
Do not keep us in suspense. What has happened? You will soon learn. Beat upon the gong, O great and mighty Kubla Khan. Bid them bring those who wait outside the audience chamber. Uh, it shall be as you say, Marco Polo. Most noble Khan, I beg leave to withdraw. Uh, you will stay, Akmat. Are you afraid to hear what else Marco Polo has to say? I am not afraid. Look upon him. He shakes and trembles. Let him call upon his magic to dispel his fear. Peace, Mafio, my brother. Do not jeer at a fallen man. I warn you, I will call upon my magic to destroy you all. Rather call upon your magic to save yourself, Akmat. Ah, see, Manji the robber comes now with his robber chieftains. And they drag with them a prisoner who is bound with chains. A prisoner? Look upon the prisoner, Kublai Khan. Ah, Manchu captured at last. He has been hiding with the robbers, plotting to bring about your downfall. Still plotting to seize your throne, Kublai Khan. Manchu, you wretched fugitive. I have sworn vengeance against you. I have sought for many months to meet you face to face. You are my nephew. I showered upon you every favor. You repaid me by trying to seize that which is mine. Most noble emperor, I crave mercy. You crave mercy at my hands? Hear me, my uncle. I will tell all in an endeavor to save my own life. A moment. Let the Khan hear from Manji the robber. Most noble Khan, I make obeisance before you. I have been your enemy these many years. I have been hunted and harried by your soldiers. I have been declared an outlaw, and now I come to ask your clemency. I desire to live at peace, to work in your service. I will keep the roads safe for all travelers. I will act as guardian of the roads in your name, if you will but show mercy and call me your friend. I have sworn that you shall die. You have defied me for too long. Most noble Khan, had it not been for Manji, I would have died, and Manji would not have been brought before you. Before you pass judgment on Manji, uh, bid him speak. Manji had better keep silent for his own sake. I will not keep silent. Hear me, my most noble uncle. I plotted to take your throne. I sought to set myself up as emperor, but the idea was not mine. I was persuaded to plot by one who calls himself your friend, the man who brought about my ruin and who sought to bring about yours is none other than Akmath, the magician. They lie. I speak the truth, Akmath. I know that I can never overthrow the great Kubla Khan. I leave my fate to him, but I swear to you, great Khan, that Akmath is your enemy. I have been meeting him secretly for many months. He swore to make me emperor, and in return... I swore to make him the most powerful man in the land. Manji knows that Akmath has been plotting with me. I do know, most noble Khan, and I have done all in my power to destroy this plot. The plotters are now in your hands, and Manji asks your forgiveness and friendship. I am bewildered. It seems that the knowledge of this plot has come to me through Marco Polo. It seems that heaven has sent Marco Polo to me so that he might save my throne. Once again, I give you my thanks, Marco Polo. I accept your thanks, most noble Khan. But without the aid of Manji, I could not have aided you. 
Well, it is true. Well, I grant forgiveness to Manji. He is no longer an outlaw. He shall be my friend. He shall guard the roads for me. Manji, you, uh, you may kiss my hand. I raise your hand to my lips, O oh great and mighty Kubla Khan, and I swear loyalty to you. It is well. Uh, now I will hear Akmath. Most noble Khan, this is a conspiracy of my enemies. It is no conspiracy. Manchu knows that he is doomed, and doomed men speak the truth. You have lied to me, Akmath, and because you have lied, your life is forfeit. Had it not been for Marco Polo, you would have robbed me of my throne, aye, even of my life. I know now why you distrusted the Venetians. They suspected you of plotting. But you shall not live to reap the benefits of your plot. So, most noble Khan, I pay the penalty for my sins, for my blunders. I take this magic powder. It will transform me to paradise. Stop! Stop him! Stop him! He takes poison! Let him take the poison, Marco. It's too late. He's taken it. Most noble Khan, I served you well for many years. Then I grew too ambitious. I I was not content with the favors you had showered upon me. My plans were too big. I succeeded in many things, but I failed in one. And because of that failure, I now must die. Farewell, great and mighty Khan. Akmath, salute you. Akmath, die. <laughs> He was my friend, and then he became my enemy. Let his body be removed. Now, now I crave mercy, my uncle. Did not the great Kubla Khan swear he would never spill the blood of any man who was related to him? Is that not a solemn oath which you took? It is a solemn oath, Banchu. I will not spill your blood, but you have plotted against me. You have caused wars, and you have caused the death of many of those who have fought for me. Therefore, you must die. But you shall die without your blood being spilled. It is my decree that you be taken from here, that you be rolled in a carpet, and that carpet be shaken until life has departed from your body. No, do not send me to my death. Take him from here and let my orders be carried out. So be it, my uncle. It is decreed that I shall die. I salute you, great Kubla Khan. I call you my emperor. And I go now to obey the last decree which I shall hear from you. He goes to meet his death like a brave man. I almost feel inclined to ask mercy for him, most noble Khan. He deserves no mercy. While he lives, he will plot. And now, Marco Polo, what fresh honor can I confer upon you? Uh, what thanks can I offer you? What uh, gratitude can I show? I need no thanks or gratitude, most noble Khan, but I need rest. I have traveled these many hours in order to reach you in time. I ask leave to withdraw now with my father and my uncle, that we may speak amongst ourselves. Uh, you will not leave me. You will come with me on my journey through my provinces. We shall accompany you, most noble Khan. Uh, that pleases me. Uh, you may withdraw. Come there, Theo and Marco. The Khan will send for us when he wants us. Come, Benno, my good and faithful servant. You have been of great aid to me, but now you are almost dying from fatigue. You shall have the rest which you so richly deserve. We withdraw, most noble Khan. Uh, Manji the robber, you may sit by my side. You are now my friend. Most noble Khan, my daughter Kinsai bows low before you. She has been of great service to you. It was she who first released Marco Polo from the water dungeon. 
She persuaded me to listen to him. You have a worthy daughter, Manji, but bid her raise the veil which hides her face. I would look upon her. Then look upon me, most noble Khan. Oh, you are indeed beautiful. I, I am pleased with you and with your father. Ask any reward of me. If it be in my power to grant it, you shall have it. My daughter has one request to make of you, most noble Khan. Ask on, Kinshai. Most noble Khan, we are now your friends and your faithful servants. We have rendered you some slight service, and I ask but one reward in return. Uh, what do you ask? I ask that Marco Polo be given to me as my husband. The only happiness I desire, I will know as his wife. We now present The Adventures of Marco Polo. Marco Polo returned to Caligar, bringing with him Manji, the robber chief, and Van Chu. Marco arrived just in time to save the lives of his father and his uncle Mafio. And then Van Chu made full confession to Kublai Khan and admitted that Akmath had been plotting against the great Khan. Akmath eventually took poison and expired. Vanchu was condemned to death. He was shaken to death in a carpet so that the Khan could keep his oath that he never spilt the blood of a member of his own family. After the Venetians had retired from the audience chamber, the Khan conversed with Manji and Kinsai. And then Kinsai requested that as a reward, she might be allowed to wed Marco Polo. Kinsai, are you serious? Do you wish to marry Marco Polo? I love him very dearly, and I saved his life. And uh, does he return your love? My daughter thinks that he does return her love, most noble high Kublai Khan. She has had many offers of marriage, but all have been refused. She is a wayward girl. She swore she would not marry until she met the man she loved. Now she swears she loves this Marco Polo, and mayhap he will make a worthy husband for her. But Marco Polo already has four wives in Venice. Four wives? But, but I did not think that Christians took more than one wife. Oh, I did not think so either, but it seems that I was wrong. Uh, but further to that, Marco Polo has promised to marry the Princess Solana, a beautiful lady of my court. But if he has many wives, surely one more will not make such a difference, most noble Khan? True, I have 26 wives, and I love them all. Still, I shall send for Marco Polo. It seems that the young man is a heartbreaker. You are the second beautiful woman of my empire who has lost her heart to the handsome Venetian. Uh, let Marco Polo be brought before me. I will do my best to make him happy. Oh, I am sure you will. But is there not some young man of your own tribe who would be willing to marry you? There are many men who would be willing to marry her, most high. But she has no eyes for them. Well, Marco Polo is my friend. I have appointed him governor of one of my provinces. He shall take the place of Akmath as my chief advisor. I shall heap riches upon him, and his wives will indeed be fortunate. Ah. Marco Polo comes now. Greetings, my friend. You sent for me, Most High? 
I did, Marco Polo. It seems that besides saving the life of Kublai Khan, you have won another heart. Another heart? Oh, noble Marco Polo, my daughter desires to wed you. And what does the great Khan say? Do not be angry with me, Marco Polo. The great Khan bade me ask my reward, and I asked that you should marry me. Well, I have no objection, Marco Polo. I have looked upon the lady's face, and she is very beautiful. But I do not know what uh, your four wives in Venice will say. Uh, oh, yes, yes, yes. I was forgetting about my four wives in Venice. Your servant was on his way to fetch them when I had him brought back and placed in a dungeon. I ask your pardon for that, Marco Polo. Oh, you need not ask pardon of me, most noble Khan. I think I will allow my wives to remain in Venice. Uh, what of the Princess Zilana? Is it not your intention to wed her? Well, it will be some time before we return to Pekin... And we could discuss the matter then. Oh, as you please. Uh, but it is my desire to reward Kinsai. After all, she saved your life. Therefore, I think that you should take her as your wife. That is more than my desire, Marco Polo. It is my command. But most high. Enough now, enough. I, I shall take Manji with me to my apartments, and there we will continue our talk. And I will leave you with your beloved. I wish to start on my journey again. In two days' time, we will go from Kalaga to Zayamba. Give orders for my men to prepare for the journey, Marco Polo. As you command, Most High. Come, Manji, we shall talk in my apartments, and we will leave the happy young people together. Uh, let me be conducted from the room. Are you angry with me, Marco Polo? I could never be angry with you, Kinsai. But you are angry with me, Marco Polo. I know it. I raised the veil from my face. Look, Marco, my eyes are filled with tears because of your anger. Oh, Marco Polo, I love you so much that I have no shame. I boldly asked that you should marry me, and now I tremble and await your forgiveness. Oh, Kinsai, you are beautiful. But I have much to do for the great Khan. I am his chief advisor, and I have to travel all over his dominions. A wife of mine will know no happiness. You did not tell me, Marco, that you had four wives in Venice. Uh, oh, oh, no. Well, I'm sorry. I, 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 I keep forgetting about those four wives. Who is this Princess Delana whom you have promised to marry? Oh, she is a lady of my acquaintance. Is she very beautiful? Very beautiful. More beautiful than Kinsai? Well, uh, oh, Kinsai, you are beautiful. Your eyes are limpid pools of loveliness. And your red, trembling lips invite me to kiss them. Will Marco Polo accept the invitation? Oh, Kinsai, you are adorable. Marco Polo, you are so strong. Hold me tightly. Kinsai loves you. Oh, enough of this, Kinsai. Your beauty enslaves me. But I must tell you that the Princess Solana is a very jealous woman. I dare not marry you until I have discussed the matter with her. You see, she has much power with Kublai Khan. And if I married you, she might become so jealous that she would persuade Kublai Khan to put your father to death. She must be an evil woman. Oh, we must wait. We must have patience, Kinsai. I am going to Ziamba with Kublai Khan, and when I return, we will meet again. I will wait patiently, Marco Polo. And when you return, we shall talk of marriage. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, yes, we shall talk of it. Well, now I must go and speak with my father and my uncle. But am I not to see you before you leave for the Amber, Marco Polo? Oh, you will be here in uh, Caligar until I leave. 
We will meet again many times. And you will take me in your arms and kiss me again before you leave? I will. In fact, I will do that now. And I will tell Kublai Khan that I will wait patiently until you return. For two days more, Kublai Khan's party remained in Kaligar. Then once again, the royal cavalcade started its procession across the desert in the direction of Ziamba. Marco Polo took farewell of Kinsai, and he promised to speak with her on his return. For three days, the royal party traveled across the desert, and Kublai Khan honored the Venetians by having Niccolo Polo travel with him on his elephant. At last, they neared the province of Ziamba the capital city of which bore the same name. Niccolo Polo rode on the leading elephant with Kublai Khan. Uh, look, Niccolo Polo. I see the towers and minarets of Ziamba, the capital of one of my richest provinces. Oh, tell me something of Ziamba, most noble Khan. Well, I conquered this province many years ago. It is a very wealthy province, and my governor is one of my barons, a man called Akamba. The people over whom he rules are fierce and bloodthirsty, but he has tamed them, and they pay taxes to me regularly. In Ziamba, they make a sweet wine which is the most beautiful I have ever tasted. You can see for yourself that the district is abounding in vines, fruit, and corn. They also breed magnificent horses here. And the hooves of those horses are so hard that they do not require shoeing. It is said that the horses of this district descend from the famous horse of Alexander the Great. You will notice that they are all full with a special white mark on the forehead. To the right, you will see miles and miles of olive groves. And the production of olive oil is one of the leading pursuits of the people of Ziamba. It is indeed a rich and prosperous district. But it is some years since I have been here. And I expect soon that Akambal, my governor, will ride out to meet me to give me an account of his stewardship. Uh, do you find your governors all trustworthy people, great Kublai Khan? I select my governors because they are my friends, and I know that I can trust them. I have built up my empire by trusting my subjects. Although I made two grave mistakes, I trusted Manchu and Akmar. I will not make any other mistakes like that, Niccolo Polo. And have I not selected your son, Marco Polo, as one of my governors? He is indeed trustworthy. I'm sure Marco will give you good and faithful service. Oh, but look, Most Higher, group of horsemen approach. Ah, this will be the governor of Ziamba coming to meet me. Let my guards be drawn up. Let the procession halt. I am about to dismount from my elephant. Bid Marco Polo and the other Venetians stand by my side. Ah, the elephant is kneeling. My attendants will help you to dismount, and you will follow me, Niccolo Polo. As you command, Most High. Uh, you will like Akambal, the governor of Ziamba. He is a gentle, mild man, and has given justice to these people whom I conquer. Now I will dismount. <laughs> ah, it is good to be on firm ground again. Come, Niccolo Polo. I am dismounting, Most Noble Khan. Up. Ah, there. 
Ah, it is indeed good to be on firm ground again. Oh, see, Marco Maffio and Benno are coming towards us now. Well, Marco Polo, I trust you had a comfortable journey. Most comfortable, great Khan. But why are we halting now? Because the governor of Ziambar comes with his soldiers to greet me and do me honor. My soldiers are drawn up. They are on guard. Now come, let us walk between their ranks. We are passing through a very rich district. I have just been telling your father that this is one of the most valued provinces. See, the welcoming party has drawn to a halt. Officers are dismounting. But I cannot see Akambal. Does he insult me by sending an underling to greet me? The officers are approaching now, Most High. <laughs> most High, noble and mighty Khan, I kneel before you and give you greeting to the province of Ziamba. This province is held for you, and in the name of the people, I make you welcome. I thank you. Uh, what is your name? I am called Argon. I am the captain of the army of Ziamba. It is well, but where is Akambal, the governor? Why did he not come to greet me? Most noble and mighty Khan, I do not know how to tell you this news. Well, speak on. Akambal has been robbing you these many years. What? He has been diverting taxes to himself, and when he heard that you were about to arrive, he fled. Fled? We cannot find him. He has gone taking vast riches with him, and I am left in charge of the province. 